Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. going everyone hello hello what is going on i don't know caleb what is going on today this is bizarre i'm on the couch what are you what are you doing here i i i don't don't know (laughs) i I don't even know you know what happened what happened everyone sad news sandra did not survive the packy one chip challenge last week so she melted into a pool of person a pool of a pool of person okay all right so we are gonna try and reconstitute her <laughs> for next week? Yes. We've got we, our best scientists. We're working on our, it. Our biologists. Yep. Our other things that end in ist. All the ists, yeah. All the ists. Producer Scott's working on it also. <laughs> Produ- Producer Scott ists. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, so you're stuck with Caleb and I. Even Producer Scott's not here, meaning we are directing today. We are producing. We are acting. We are doing it all. So... It's going to be a fun one. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. Give it a shot. Give it a shot and see what happens. Yeah. So, so what are we talking about well, tonight? Tonight, we have been teasing about how we worked in the theater. We worked in the theater. You guys are probably sick about how many times one of us has said, back when we worked at the lakeside. Back in my day. So, since it is just the two of us, we thought we would reminisce about five of the early horror films that played at mm-hmm. this theater. Uh, we did. Yeah. Some we watched together, some we didn't, but we'll, we're going to see what happens. So It's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. And then while we do that, we're going to be doing a little craft project at the same time. Right. Um, we're just going to have fun with it. Consider this kind of just a little more of a chill, a relaxed episode. You guys, in fact, if I were you, Take your seats, maybe scoot a couple inches closer to your phones, iPads, and computers. <laughs> kind of get intimate with us. We want to get intimate with you is what we're saying. So, Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so stick around. It's going to be fun. But first, my friends, we cheers to you. Thank you for joining us. And a happy Friday. All right. What do you think so far, huh? Opening credits? A little cheers thing, right? Producer Scott. Ooh. <laughs> so far, so good. No, seriously, we really miss Sandra and Scott. Um, yeah. Mm. This is a good drink. This is, this is a good drink. I like it. Should we tell them what we made? No. Should we? Caleb and I invent. We might have. I think we invented something new. Sure. Let's say we invented it. Why not? Yeah. We're, we're calling it a pumpkin spice slide. slide. Yeah. On the rocks? On the rocks. Okay, yeah. So we took the idea of a mudslide. Right. And we took out the mud? Yes. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, maybe? Well, no, because we put the fake... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Vodka. Yeah. yeah. Kahlua. But right. instead of the Baileys... Right. We did... A pumpkin spice. Cream, cream liqueur. liqueur. <laughs> yes. There you go. We got it. Whew! We have to look at each other in the face while we I talk, know. but we got it. Man. <laughs> so um, it's really tasty. It's, it's like a pumpkin spice 
Yeah. 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 Vodka, it's, it's, substitute, <laughs> drink. It, it tastes like um, pumpkin pie in a cup. Mm. I can see this being dangerous. Yes, absolutely. Can you guys smell that? <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, who is joining us tonight? Well, live in studio, we have producer Neil. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we have me, Caleb. Caleb. Uh, that's it. All right. Uh, of course. So moving over to chat, we have got our pod people of the future. We love them. Um, how's, how's Portugal doing? Portugal is doing great. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We, we are still on the charts in Portugal. Awesome. Hello, Portugal. Hello, Portugal. Um, so we've got uh, Miss Movie Buff Laura. We have Dante, who has said he's worked in both a movie theater and a video store in the 90s. So probably going to know a little bit of what we're talking about tonight. You know. Right. <laughs> uh, we have Mindy, horror movie addict, and we have Mark Visions Truth. Hello, guys. And it looks like Tommy has also joined us. Hey, so. Tommy. Hello, Tommy. Everyone, thank you so much, you guys. We really appreciate you guys joining us. It's our first, uh, well, it's our first October episode. Right. We're just kind of, without Scott and Sandra here, we're, we're just going to ease into Halloween month. There you go. Uh, plus, if we went too big, Sandra would probably kill us once we reconstituted. Re reconstituted. I almost said reanimated, but that, no. that's the wrong word. It's okay. <laughs> like Caleb's been saying, this is a soft opening. A soft opening. There you go. <laughs> it's a soft, it's a soft October. You like, our studio's been decorated? Lights? Yeah. It's a whole thing. Right. Goes along with our soft Halloween opening. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So at this point, typically we say, hey, what have you seen, read, or looked at this week? So I will start with you because I'm going to come over here real quick and do a little okay. producing while you talk. All right. Well, um, we had to watch five movies this week um, to prepare for this episode. So I really didn't watch anything. Yeah. It was, uh, same with you? Yeah, okay. and I, not, not a heck of a lot. So I'm going to use this time to talk about last night's uh, cult film series here at the Roxy Stadium 14 in Santa Rosa, California, where Neil... Played Terrifier and Terrifier 2. Yes. And if you've not been on social media uh, uh, just today, <laughs> Terrifier 2 uh, is blowing up. Mm. Lots of people went and saw it. Excellent. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So good job doing that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, I, I want to give to the people. Of course. So last night, in fact, Laura was there from our, from our group. Yeah, uh, Mindy was there. Yay, Mindy. So it was cool seeing you guys there. What did you guys think of Terrifier 2? Hopefully you liked it. Hopefully you thought it was bigger, badder, bloodier. Right. And I also would like to say that if you missed last night's performance, uh, and this is only going to work for those working live, listening live, yeah. but you can still see it uh, because it is playing here tonight Yep. and tomorrow night. Yeah, which is so, October 7th and 8th. And 8th, right. So if you are in the North Bay... And your town isn't playing it, come see us. Yep. Come on by. It's yeah. worth it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it's a good... But it's more a... on that in another episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's upcoming. Um, so like Caleb said, I also have not... Wasn't able to watch a bunch of things like I would want to watch normally. Uh, what I will talk about, though, okay. is the fact that um, both the new Hellraiser film and the new Mike Flanagan uh, series, Midnight Club... Right debuted so there's like so much stuff dumped in like one day basically so the hellraiser is on 
Prime? Uh, I believe it's Amazon Prime. On no Hulu. Really? I believe so. Okay. We'll have to look. If we had a, if we had a producer, they could look that <laughs> I up. I know, right? I thought it was Amazon. Maybe it's Hulu. Okay. And then, um, thank you. And then Netflix for the Mike Flanagan Midnight Club. Okay. So I look forward to watching those for yes. sure. I can't wait to, to get on those right away. Absolutely. Um, and then um, that's about it. Otherwise, I want to call attention again, if I can, about the cult film series that you brought up. Thank you very much. Of course. Of course. Uh, Hellraiser is on Hulu. Thank you, Dante. I appreciate that. Uh, Caleb was right. I was wrong, of course. Um, Usually I'm the wrong one, and but, I have to turn to Neil and say, I'm full of shit. <laughs> well, it's because I'm producing tonight. So <laughs> I don't have all my brain power uh, tonight. But um, at the cult film series, The Roxy 14 in Santa Rosa, California, we have upcoming still October 21st, Dead Time Stories and Mausoleum. A couple great yeah. uh, 80s uh, throwback films, basically, to get you more in the Halloween, mu- Halloween mood. <laughs> Not the Halloween mude. Uh, and then I, in, I like mude. Mude. Yeah. In October 28th, uh, the 40th anniversary screenings of Poltergeist and Creep Show, which of course that's very exciting. That's exciting because yeah. those are Poltergeist is, are well is one of my top five, and Creep Show of course is number one. Number one for yeah. So, so. love them, love them. 40 years makes me feel old. I saw them in the theater. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. saw Poltergeist in the theater for sure. I don't remember about Creep Show, but anyway. Okay. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then finally, new subscriber alerts. You want to read those? Okay. Are we doing this again? Uh, yeah. We've got Snoggins and Philip Eastman. Could be Snoogins? Snoogins? It could Snoggins? be Snoogins or Snoggins. Nah, I think you're right. With Snoogins. two O's, I would go, Neil, ooh. I'm, I'm full, full of shit. Snoogins. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Based on the English language, typically, and how it works. <laughs> I normally don't get to sit on the couch and read new subscribers. I had one shot, and I <laughs> fucking blew it. We love you anyway, though. <laughs> Dante is in your ring. He's there for you. <laughs> but to both of you, thank you. Thank you very much. We do appreciate it. Okay, cool. Well, let's get into the fact that we used to work in the movie theaters and talk about what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I do not have the graphic <laughs> to open up with because uh, the software I'm using could not handle more graphics. That's okay. So bear with us. Yeah. We could create our own. <laughs> we could <laughs> suddenly create How about a the uh, the old uh, bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> the, the old Orion opening, which is the stars. <laughs> okay. Or maybe the TriStar. TriStar with the okay. the, the Horus, the Pegasus. Very nice. And it flies off. Do you know when you saw that or heard that? You knew you were in for a really good, a good time. You knew you were in for a TriStar film. At the theater, you had popcorn, you had candy. Oh, man. So nostalgic. And it's not every day that I go like that on camera. So, So how would you like to start? I mean, first I would like to say that this month, October. Yeah. Right? We are in October. We are right? in October. Okay. We made it. So on the 16th, uh, that is my anniversary for starting working. So so this is going to be 32 years that wow. we've worked together now. That's a long time. Yeah. And yeah, uh, nine days? Nine days. We're doing the math right. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, we haven't started this yet either. No, we haven't. You're right. That's okay. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Um, yeah. 32 years. Wow. We've been hanging out, <laughs> doing have. stuff, talking movies, watching movies. Getting in trouble. Getting in trouble. <laughs> fighting, making up, fighting just to make up. 
And making up is the greatest part. <laughs> we actually don't fight that much. We don't. We don't. <laughs> um, so, and when we do, it looks like this. That's true. <laughs> and like this. <laughs> when I want to fly away. Right. <laughs> I just go into a fetal position and cry and say, no, I don't want to fight with you, Neil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so so we yeah thirty two years thirty two years cheers. <laughs> so here's the funny thing, Caleb and I we we met at the movie theater and then I guess we realized that we also went to the same high school right. Um, it, somehow so kind of all I don't knew that but okay you know. it all kind of happened at the same time but yeah. um, our fathers actually had known each other long before Caleb and I ever met. Yeah. Oddly enough, our fathers worked together. Yeah. At the phone company. Yeah. So it's almost like some weird kismet kind of thing or something. It was bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So so weird when I brought him home the first time and <laughs> <laughs> my dad was like, Hey, is your dad blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We yeah. were like, huh? What do you call him? Pearly or something like that? Uh, right? Pearly or curly? I can't oh, remember. Cur- yeah, what. yeah. Maybe it was so, curly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. It's thirty two years ago. <laughs> like, That's who, just kinda of funny. Who, who can remember that? It is bizarre. Right, but it is, it is yeah. Faded. That's all I can say about Neil. Just faded. <laughs> I'm faded. <laughs> it's true. Like my hairline's faded. <laughs> no, with a T. Fated. Oh, fate. As in fated. Fate. I gotcha. Fated. <laughs> I get it now. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so let's, what we want to do is basically talk about working in the theaters. We obviously got to watch a lot of movies, especially back in that time. Mm-hmm. We would have midnight shows practically every weekend. Right. Uh, and we would get to watch the films. And being that this is October, we figured we would talk about the horror films that we saw, our five favorite, basically, that we saw during that time. Um, And they span pretty much the early part of the 90s. Yeah. Because um, in 95, I bit my lip. In 95 (laughs) is when I left and went wherever the hell I went, Arizona or whatever the hell I did. Yeah. Um, But plus all the good films were the early part of the 90s anyway. There you go. So that being said... um, if we're going to go in order of years, mm-hmm. right, then um, I'll bring up the first one because the first one we're actually cheating a little bit because um, it came out in 1989. <laughs> it didn't actually come out in 1990 right. or in the 90s. It was 89. But um, I saw it at the theater that I ended up working at. In fact, this is the reason I worked at that theater is I went to watch this movie there and thought this would be fun. Okay. Let's get a job right. at the theater, at this theater, the neighborhood theater. Um, and that film is Pet Cemetery. Tommy, it's like one of your favorites, right? Yeah, Tommy. All right, <laughs> it's got it's got little animals. <laughs> it does. It does. All kinds of things. So, would you, would you like me to give a brief synopsis? Oh, sure. Just in case. Synopsis size. Okay. So, after tragedy strikes, a grieving father discovers an ancient burial ground behind his home, with the power to raise the dead. Hmm? That's uh, it. Also, we should probably note that this is based on a book written by Stephen King. Yes. Based, uh, written by Stephen King. Um, let's see. My notes. What I like, well, not what I like. What's cool about this film is Richard P. Rubenstein is a producer of it. Okay. So he worked with George Romero on all the great stuff. Okay. So the Dawn of the Dead, the Day of the Dead, the Night Riders, the um, Tales from the Dark Side show, which I freaking love to death, um, <laughs> the Monsters show, Creep show. Richard P. Rubenstein was there for most of Romero's big stuff. Okay. Um, so I love the guy for that. 
And then, of course, you mix in the fact that you've got Stephen King involved because he wrote the screenplay for the, for the movie. He did. It's like, you know, how are you going to lose? <laughs> so uh, and then you mix in Mary Lambert coming off of some music videos, getting her first like super prolific mu- uh, music, yeah, music videos, videos yep. director. I mean, just all over the place from like Lionel Richie and Michael, not Michael, Janet Jackson to Jenna Madonna too, right? Madonna yeah. and Go-Go's and Motley Crue and I mean, Rod Stewart, Queensryche. Oh my God. It just keeps going. <laughs> not Queensryche. <laughs> no. Silent Insidity, Queensryche? Si- si- uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was that video. No, but... right. I, I do love that song. I know you do. I know you do. All right. <laughs> um, when I listen to Silent Insidity, it like takes me into like a trance where I just like automatically go back to high school mm-hmm. and I'm just like for the four minutes and 38 seconds or whatever it is of that song, <laughs> I'm just like transposed, transfixed, trans dentalized, whatever. <laughs> how, how funny would it be if it was actually four minutes and 28 seconds or whatever you said? No, 38, yeah. <laughs> 38 seconds. That would be pretty cool, I think. Dante, can you fact check that? How long is, how long is Silent Insidity? You guys are our fact checkers tonight. By I the feel way. like it's actually a long song though, because there's no. Like I a, think it is because yeah. it kind of had that. It has Pink that. Floyd it's got a musical anyway, thing going. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah it might yeah. be longer than that. Mm-hmm. Maybe five twelve. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, hedging his bets. Pet Cemetery. Um, boy, I read the book. Believe it or not, I read the book when wow. I was, but I was a kid though, okay. so it isn't like I remembered. I remembered mo- a good portion of the big things, right? Okay. Um, but the watching the movie, from what I recalled at that point, the movie was pretty good representation of the book. Yes. You know, overall. Yes. I, so, I would like to say that it was probably like the first one where I kind of went like, I did a, a good job on that one. Because right. before it kind of felt a little hit or miss. Mm-hmm. You know, you never really, you never knew what you were going to get. Right. So, um, but this, it really does, t- I mean, it does leave some things out. Right. Because Stephen King does write about the Wendigo and yes. things like that. Uh, that they left out of this one, but uh, fairly close adaptation. Yeah. You hear the, at one point when they're taking the cat, is it the first time I think to the grave? You hear like a noise. You hear something yeah. that they never ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's a loon. Right. <laughs> and you're like, no, okay. But I mean, I guess it's hard to say, oh, it's a Wendigo and here's right. the lore. And now we have to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so exactly. It's a little easier just to kind of skip all that yeah. together. So, um, anyway, yeah, but what do you, what's your, what are your uh, thoughts? You know, on the I film? mean, the first thing I really wrote is that, that Judd is the villain of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, if he had just kept his mouth shut, this movie wouldn't have happened. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It is true. It's kind of like when you hear the noise in the haunted house, if you just leave, you'll be fine. Yeah. But then we won't have a movie. No, you won't. That's so, um, I'm not going to hate on it. Uh, yes, Judd, you know, tells him about the burial ground and then later regrets it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, played by the great Fred Ward, right? What's his last name? Fred. <laughs> That's played uh, Gwen. Uh, Gwen. Fred, Fred Ward Gwen. is also dead, but it's a different guy. Fred, Fred Ward is Remo Williams, right? Yes. Fred Gwynn was, uh, Herman Munster. <laughs> And he also played uh, in Car 52, Where Are You? Right. Which is a great show. He was the judge in... Uh, oh, that's right. He was the judge Vinny. in My Cousin Vinny. He was really good in that. The two what? <laughs> Did you say a ute? <laughs> What's a ute? <laughs> so, this is fake. Um, so, 
That's okay. what I do without you. <laughs> Probably have a happier life. <laughs> so we are also now going to start building a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup gingerbread house. Yes. Uh, yeah. Here's so the box. Take a look. You can see that there. Yeah, you can hold it closer. There you go. We, uh, we got this at... Um, Michael's. Michael's. Michael's Art Supply or whatever it is. Michael, Just Michael's. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. So, so we're going to try and build go. this while we're talking at the same time. And then we'll hopefully show you by the end if it, <laughs> if it worked out or not. How awesome so, it is. I'm sure it's going to be great. <laughs> um, let's see. What else do I have here? Um, I noticed that Rachel, uh, who is the wife, yep. uh, calls her husband Doc. Okay. Because he is a doctor. He is. Um, Wendy and Jack Torrance, Torrance also called their son Doc. Danny Doc. You're right. I don't know if that was intentional, if they just threw that in there, but, you know, whatever. I thought that was funny. Zelda is scary as shit. <laughs> she <laughs> she was. really is. Um, what did she have? Do you know what? what Spinal, Spinal uh, bif- bifida, bifida or something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I can remember watching this when this movie came out and I thought that character was scary as shit. And I can mm-hmm. only imagine what I would feel if I were like a little kid. Yeah. Having to do with, deal with that. Like Rachel was right. uh, in the movie. Yeah. She was an eight year old having <laughs> to take care of her sister who was dying of this right. horrible disease. Uh, and then finally, of course, you've got, uh, Judd's Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and little, uh, who was Gage, little, no. little, little, little Gage. Yeah. And literally his Achilles. Uh, yeah. Just takes a nice little hunk out of his, his Achilles. Um, and it just, every time it just makes me cringe and just kind of like reach down there quickly. You grab it. I, I, I grab it. I grab it. You go for a little grab and go. <laughs> what about you? Do you have a. Um, filling this up or is that no, I think it's all we need. Just we need to stand them up. All right. We need to stand our walls up for a house, guys. This is how you build a house. The house that Jack built. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we need some you know, little end pieces. Yeah, you know, for me, the film. Uh, one of the things I like, I guess, a lot about it, honestly, is that I think I do believe it keeps a spooky little. Those, that's the. Uh, oh, did I do it wrong? <laughs> Probably. Where do the windows go? This is the roof, maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you try those ones? Caleb, I think you might got it right. What would I do without you? <laughs> what would you do without me, Caleb? Should we build it the... F- I don't know. Any way you want. You know what? They're, they're the same. They're exactly the same. <laughs> they're the same. Okay. What were you saying? Um, so these must go like in here, maybe? Is there room? Well, we're already going to screw this up, guys. So that's the good news. We don't do arts and crafts very often. We might want to put some uh, ad- adhesive. Let's go this way? Have it like that. Okay. You will, I promise we'll show this to you when we're done. Uh, Pet Cemetery was spooky. I thought it did a good job being spooky. I thought the acting, believe it or not, was fairly well done. Yeah. I think uh, looking at it now, maybe, as someone who actually has a child, uh, I thought that the actor who played Lewis Creed, mm-hmm. uh, Dale, was his name? Something? Sure. I think he did a pretty good job, honestly. Uh, I think a lot of his reactions were... Um, Felt fairly truthful, yeah. You know, yeah. in a lot of ways, um, the relationship between the the husband and wife overall were pretty good. Because obviously, when you she kind of checks out once Gage dies, yes, which I think is probably you know 
I would think something that really probably happens to a lot of people. Right. And we all know marriages fall apart um, often when kids yeah, typically, yeah, yeah, would die. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff in there that's, that's like that. It's well done. Um, I'm going blind here, so you have to squeeze really hard in that tube because we didn't cut it like we're supposed to beforehand. Oh. So you have to. That's why I was biting. Okay. But now it's like, we'll see what happens. Um, let's see what else. I do like. Um, the spookiness of the graveyard in the walk, having the walk, you know, a long ways mm -hmm. to get yourself to the actual burial ground. Okay. Um, even without the Wendigo, you know, I think it's a, I think they did a really good job with the film overall. Honestly, I think they made a nice little spooky film. I like that the truck driver who hits Gage is listening to the Ramones. Right. <laughs> you know, of course, yeah. we all know Stephen King yeah. is a fan of the Ramones and they use the Ramones to do the song at the ending credits, which of course is I don't want to be, want to be buried in a pet cemetery. Correct. So these are all fun. I, I don't even know if fun I'm not facts. On there. I'm, not really. I'm, I'm going blind here. Try uh, <laughs> doing a little seam there if you can. How's that? All right. Let's see how good I am at caulking. Can you? Yeah. Can you? There. He's getting it. All right. Um, otherwise, um, and then I and then little the little um, oh boy, what's the boy's name? Gage. Yeah. What's the actor's name? Uh, yes. Miko. It's Miko. <laughs> um, he was really good. It's kind of like, how do they get a little kid actor to act so well? I don't understand. But I thought he was great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, uh, you know, sometimes it wasn't always him from the back. Uh, and I believe they were doing some overdubs as well. I don't know that that was always his voice talking. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, he did, but his you know. facial expressions. Uh, we got a big goop right there, too. It's busting out the side. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh my god. You We're, guys like cracking up as, at us yet? <laughs> probably like, we can't even see what you're doing, so like, don't spend so much time on it. Yeah, but. That's true. Anyway. Um, okay, so, Pet Cemetery. We like it. We, 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 we give it love a, it. Obviously, we <laughs> thumbs up because that's why we picked it. But it's one of our films that, um, we watched in the, in our, in the theaters, in the theater we started working at. So, there you go. All right. What's your film, Caleb? What's your next? Uh, next, I believe we have. You want to go in alphabetical order? Do it any way you want. Okay. Pick anything. You want. <laughs> <laughs> Napkin. Um, we don't have napkins here. Okay. So uh, next one is uh, 1990s. I'm not going to go in alphabetical order. Okay. Night of the Living Dead mm. um, remake uh, directed by uh, Tom Savini of, of course, <laughs> George Romero's original. Yes. So, uh, just in case you need a synopsis, when the unburied dead return to life and seek human victims, seven refugees seek shelter in a house in the Pennsylvanian countryside. But the group is at odds as to how they should deal with the situation. So, and this was Tom's Savini's directorial, as far as I know, yeah. Review? I mean, okay. I mean, for um, for a feature, for a okay. I think he may have done some Tales from the Dark Side okay. episodes at that point already. Okay, but as far as a feature goes, yeah, definitely. All right. So, which is, uh, you know, I think he actually did a pretty admirable, admirable job in this film. I gotta be uh, honest. I, you know what, I agree. Um, I mean, you're you're dealing with a pretty iconic movie. You yes. Know? Um. And I think if it were in today's terms with um, 
social media and everything and they announce that they're going to remake Night of the Living Dead, I think everyone would be losing their damn minds. Myself included. But uh, I think if you're going to have anyone on board, it's got to be Mr. Savini, right? Like, I would I would <laughs> say your you're, you're people like me are more likely to give it a chance. There's no question. Right. Because right. I do come from that, you know, I, I come, as you guys know by now, probably from the, the house of, of Romero, Savini, yes. and King kind of thing. So right. you know, right. th- those guys were my gods <laughs> as I grew up. So, yeah, to see Tom on board, uh, George Romero on board, um, I think George wrote this screenplay. I believe so. If I remember yeah. correctly. I, I, I think I saw yeah. that. So, um, I mean, these are all good things, right, that they're all involved. Um, yeah. Russ Streiner. And John Russo are producers, and they were, you know, big pieces of the original film also. Okay. Which right. is, to me, is really important. Because we had talked about how John uh, R- Russo did not a living, or sorry, Return of the Return Living of the, Dead. Yes. Because they didn't, supposedly, George Romero didn't want to be a piece of that or whatever, for whatever reason. Right. So whether or not there was really bad blood or not, I'd never heard that there was, but who knows? <laughs> Maybe there was. Maybe there wasn't. Interesting. Maybe George said, yeah, I don't want to do another Living Dead picture right now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I want to concentrate on Night Riders. Or <laughs> <laughs> We're doing Night Riders. We're doing it. Yeah, we have to. Uh, we have to do Night Riders. I, I want to see Sandra just <laughs> <laughs> lose her <go> mind. crazy. <laughs> if we can reconstitute her. Mm, look at all the orange. <laughs> um, so do you like this adaption? Do you, do you, oh, no, I do. You, are you happy with it? I do okay. like it, for sure. Um it's 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 easier to like it now even than it was then okay. because now Tony Todd is a thing, right? At the time so we didn't know who ex- he was. Exactly, right? exactly. So it's much easier now to say, "Oh, Tony Todd, I love Tony Todd." Right. So it's great to see him in it before uh, Candyman was around. Mm-hmm. Um, Patricia Tallman, who is uh, plays Barbara in the film, okay, she was in Night Riders. Oh. Okay. Um, so she was. Oof! I can't remember who's. Whose girlfriend she was in it that okay, came but around, she but she was the... in it though. She was the main character, in yeah, it, for the most part. Okay. Yeah, okay. so it was cool, and she because they called her basically in Night of the Living Dead like a stunt woman, basically a stunt woman. But Savini cast her because of <laughs> she could do the stunts and do this and that. Um, but yeah, but I, she was he had obviously met her on Night Riders okay. back in the early eighties. Okay, so and um, I think she did a serviceable. I thought she was really good actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, it's a so. much, like, if you're gonna take a character that's been changed, she's been changed the much, I, changed the most. Right. Um, because she kinda like, she really starts kicking ass there. She does. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> like, she starts, she starts out kinda meek, you know, like in the original, but. Yes. Um. Quickly, uh, realizes. Yeah, that, that, that's not gonna work. It's time to, <laughs> yeah. When it's time to change, you have to rearrange. <laughs> So, Thank you, Brady's. <laughs> yes, she she kind of gets that going, but um, because yeah, I, I, I like the fact that she doesn't, you know, doesn't have it doesn't take long, right? Which I like. Yeah, because I don't have to go through all that again nope. <laughs> of waiting for Barbara to step up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, which anyway, which she finally does. Yes, she does. So, um, you know, I the thing about this film that annoys me if anything is that you guys I love a, obviously a, a living dead film and I love the gore that are in these films which of mm-hmm. course this was a this was a tri star film universal uh, film it was a major it was studio. it was, it was uh, Columbia Columbia Tricer. okay yeah. so it was a major major release so of course they're not gonna keep all the good stuff in right right unfortunately because they want to get that R rating even though it was a pretty weak R if you ask me but uh 
there's a lot of more gore you could easily put in that film. Yes. Our roof is yeah. falling apart, but we're getting it. We're getting it. <laughs> but I think overall, I, I mean, I, I obviously picked it because we like it. Right. So. No, absolutely. I, you know, I, I love Tony Todd as the Ben character. I love just how he just steps up and takes it. I love how yeah. he just, you know, he doesn't. Um, and I was noticing something like it doesn't feel, it almost feels like it's still in the sixties other than like a few yeah things you know That's like true. the tv that they find upstairs yeah. and and then at the end when they've got all the all the, the the different guns and things but um and it also has like a very kind of muted it's not black and white but it it, it has just this sort of almost <laughs> i'm getting it we, keep going we, we should have brought some utensils over here yeah <laughs> some, we're not some doing spackling. good <laughs> or at least some napkins <laughs> I definitely could use some napkins right now. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's just got this muted kind of color and, and, uh, yeah, I just, it's a, it's a fun movie. It is a fun film. I like it. I, I have no problem with it overall. I wish there were more gore, but again, what can you do when you're up against right. the MPAA right. back now, in the day making a zombie film? They're probably just happy that they got to make in the movie, so. Right. They got their um, budget. And good. I mean, Tom Savini doing a Columbia film. Mm hmm. You know, that's pretty good. Yeah. And of course, we had like uh, Bill Mosley playing the, mm-hmm. the uh, Johnny character. Johnny, yeah. Um, Coming to get you, Barbara. Which is pretty funny. Um, you've got Russell Steiner, who played the original Johnny. He was the yes. sheriff yes. at the very end. Okay. Um, looking very different. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You remember that time I got a picture with the whole cast that was still alive of I do. Night of the Living Dead, the, the do, original do, Night of the Living Dead? That was pretty cool. That, that was pretty cool. Didn't I take that picture? You did take that picture. <laughs> that was a, that's a picture that I hold dearly. Yeah. <laughs> with all the with all the remaining care lie. That was in night. Uh, when was that? 2010. That would have been 2010. Yeah. 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 That was uh, pretty cool. Because I got a picture with Tony Todd. Did in the bar. In the bar that I took. That, that you took. And uh, God, that was a fun event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every night we would go drinking in the bar with all the, all the actors and everything, and we had a we had a night with Tony Todd that was like, just unbelievable, crazy. We were just I don't even remember what the unbelievable. hell. Unbelievable. At one point, you and Tony Todd were like flexing muscles or something in the bar, <laughs> doing all weird weird stuff and everything. And it was like we gotta get a picture of this, and there's a picture of Caleb and Tony Todd going or something like that. I don't even remember. Um. Alcohol was involved. A lot of alcohol was involved. (laughs) I was thinking uh, when we had our fireside chat, someone asked what's one of my favorite or what's my Mm. favorite celebrity. Um, And I talked about Lawrence Fishburne, which is, you know, right there. Um, But if there were a number two, it would be hanging out with Tony Todd because it was just for a long period of time. Right. You know, like it was all night yeah <laughs> basically yeah that was a fun trip was no a question. Fun trip. we had kane hotter with us a lot and yeah yeah you got choked by him and, and then um my guy uh Rhodes, joe, uh, yeah, joe palato joe, joe. yeah we got yeah. an awesome i got some video of joe palato played Rhodes from day of the dead my favorite bad guy um next to william zapka <laughs> but uh <laughs> but we sat with him had some wine and he just told us a great story about going to a mortuary and i mean all kinds of cool yeah. stuff. So it was a good trip. It was, it was a very yeah. good trip. It was a lot of fun. Living out, living out my dream. 
Huh? What's um, next? Next, we have another movie from 1990, um, and it is Hollywood Pictures. <laughs> Their first film. <laughs> Arachnophobia. Yeah, good movie. Um, so a species of South American killer spider hitches a lift to the U.S. in a coffin and starts to breed and kill. <laughs> and not in that order. <laughs> Guys, you get a spider-on-spider spider love scene here, <laughs> and it is epic. The music is tender. The lighting is soft. <laughs> the touching is gentle. It's everything you it's, want in your, great. In, your, in your arachnid loves porn. Yeah. My arachnid porn. There you go. Man, there's so many eyes, you don't know what you're looking at. Right. So I, I, I can't so, get this open. I saw you had a, a note there. Do I? Can't see under all my... <laughs> I know. But would you like to read my note? Manly first kill wears a mommy dolphin's hat. Yep, I got that. Where's my erect dolphin's hat? That's all I know what I have. Yes. <laughs> so Neil likes his Miami Dolphins. I'm a Dolphins as, fan. As far as the NFL goes. So. Yes. Uh, so. As soon as I saw that hat, I was had to write that down. <laughs> you have to write it down. So. Dolphins hat. So arachnophobia, man, that was... I feel like that was one of the earlier screenings I went to, like midnight screenings okay. that I went to. I feel like... Um, I still am technically not working here yet. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Busted out the, the back end. Um, <laughs> I, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. We should have planned ahead. We tried. Where's, we, our, we, where's our PA? I think we give up on this thing. We, hey, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Need a napkin. Where is everyone? <laughs> they left us. <laughs> um, so, Arachnophobia. Um, man, this is a fun movie. I mean, it's all there is to it. It's horror and it's comedy and it was... Spiders? I hate spiders, by the way. I mean, I will kill them if they're in my house. I know, and please, you're going to at me. That's what it's called, right? Sure. You're going to send me bad things. You're going to slide in my DMs. Five years ago. You're going to do all the horrible things (laughs) that people do. um, That I don't even know what that means. But, um, yeah, so I'm not a fan of spiders. I don't like them to be in my house or my general presence. Yes. Um, uh, So, oh, look, we got a... um, We got a... um, Do we have a friend? Someone sent us a... uh, some fake uh, stuff. Uh, Some fake stuff. Fake stuff. Fake stuff. Fake stuff. Screw you, fake stuff. I'm going to try and get them out of here, people. So bear with me. Um, remove. And remove. Yay, producer Neil. Yay. Good job, <laughs> Neil. Um, oh, and they're back again. Oh, they're bombing us. Okay, I've got to report them now, right? Um, okay, so keep going. You talk while I try and do this. Um, Arachnophobia. Thank you. <laughs> so first off, um, for those of you that have not seen the movie, um, when they are in the in the jungles of South America uh, and they are looking for new um, bugs, I find it very amusing that they just basically release a bunch of poisonous smoke up into the air and kill them all. Yeah. And all these bugs just come flying down, you know, just flap, 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 butterflies and, you know, spiders, of course, and God knows what else. But um, I don't I don't think they would do that these days. Maybe they would. Oh, probably not. Know. You're right. Probably not. I don't not. know. I don't even know that they did it back then. But <laughs> yeah, I think Tommy's going to bed. Oh, I believe. Good night, Tommy. Good night, Tommy. Sorry, guys, we're not on the chat as much, guys. I apologize. Yeah, we can't. It's hard. We've got <laughs> to way do it all. too much going on here. So, <laughs> um, 
let's see, got that. Got spraying, the spider yeah, so probably not, probably not spraying <laughs> to kill all the bugs and everything in there to bring them down. That's how they find the spider initially. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the bug doesn't kill the spider. The bug doesn't kill I mean, the, the spider? I mean, the spider, the, the spray. Send the spider to the fly? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm full of shit. Okay. <laughs> um, Jeff Daniel. Have we talked about him yet? We have not talked about Jeff Daniel. Okay. Yet, who, who is basically Neil. Who just well, freezes up. I, I don't freeze up. I'm, I, I can run away if I it have to. It goes like... <laughs> yeah. No, I will like, like uh, you know, because in my house, I'm the one that has to get rid of the spiders. No one else will do that's, it. That's usually how it works. Yeah. So, unfortunately, like, you know, and we, we get those big ones sometimes, like the really abnormally large ones. I don't know where they come from. They look like they come from the probably Amazon. A, probably a spider but sack, but... Maybe. Okay. A pulsating one? <laughs> yeah. With the size of a softball? Absolutely a pulsating but, one. Anyway, um... So, we had actually one jumped on my wife's head one time. It was really funny. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Like, jumped? I mean, it was on, um, the, in the, we had a recessed light fixture in the okay. hallway, um, yeah. outside our bedroom. Okay. And then it, like, was up there and it went, <laughs> so, I've never seen her move so fast. <laughs> I'll say that. So, she was just like, out of there. So, anyway, it was pretty funny, actually. Not for, not for her, but, you know. <laughs> So it all worked out. It's yeah, okay. it all worked out. Yeah, she's fine. Spider, yeah, yeah. I told her that if she ever right. mouthed out to me again, <laughs> I would keep training my spider to jump on her. So that's a joke. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Watch out for the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Jeff Daniels, do you talk about the fact that he's a doctor of the town? No. New doctor <laughs> goes to town. Um, the old doctor doesn't like him at first. Eventually, the doctor gets bit, and the old doctor gets bit, dies. Jeff Daniels takes over and has to tr- figure out why people in town are dying right. for no reason because people are starting to blame him because he's a new doctor. Right. But turns out they all eventually figure out it's the spiders. Enter Julian Sands. A yeah. Julian Sands sighting. Yeah. Uh, who was like a, rocking a sweet ponytail. He is. What would you call him? Is he is that considered an entomologist he's if you're a, doing a spider person he, or no? He, he's a bugist. A bugist. Another ist. Okay. <laughs> One of those ists. So Julian Sands uh basically knows everything about spiders except the fact that you shouldn't probably go up to where the spider's nest is when you've got this really smart killer spider. Because yeah. guess what? It's gonna jump out and it's gonna get you. Yep. One bite and you're dead. Quickly. In yeah. seconds. Yeah. So, and the thing is, is like a spider bite is not supposed to be this poisonous, right? This deadly, right? You know? So when they keep saying like it's a spider bite, nobody believes them, right? You know, um, like no way a spider bite. Like uh, I saw someone fall into a whole nest of right black widows and they survived, yeah, and they survived, yeah. Uh, and of course, you have John Goodman as the <laughs> <laughs> the pest control. He was a comic <laughs> relief of the film. But when he meets Julian Sands, who is this, you know, highly educated, yeah. I, I believe he's even a doctor. Yeah. Um, John Goodman says, it's nice to be working with a with a fellow colleague. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. It is. <laughs> John Goodman, he was, yeah, he was good in that. He was fun. Um, yeah, so this, I don't know, the movie, I think this film does a good job. It was very yeah. effective at... at because there's lots, of, there's scenes where there's like this lots of spiders coming at you, mm-hmm. coming out of the egg sack, or when they finally invade the house at the end, spiders everywhere, and like when they're in the bathroom and they start coming under yeah. and then through the through the the, the lock on the right. door and out the sink, yeah, out the sink, and yeah, you know, I don't have a 
fear of spiders, but when there's that many of something, you kind of get a, get yeah. a little, <laughs> yeah. you know, feel a little itchy or <laughs> don't like it. Yeah. Especially when you use like that stark white porcelain against the spider. Right. Say, and the sinks all coming out and everything. It's just such a stark image. Yeah. Just, even I'm still, it's like, <laughs> and th- I mean, there's a lot of real spiders in that set. So that yeah, was, probably some, wasn't fun. Some real, some fake, you know. Um, right. I wouldn't Overall, like. without having uh, the aid of CGI, I think they did a very good job. Oh, very good job. Yeah. Yeah. And like we said, Hollywood Pictures, which was an offshoot of Disney. That was their first one. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good film. Go check it out. Spiders win at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was number three. Number three. Then um, so now we're going to number four. Which I need to find my dang list of... I'm all my list is all uh, screwy. Is that my list? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, people under the stairs. So now I'm working here. People under the stairs. <laughs> the people under the stairs. All right. Well, <laughs> what do you think about this one? Because here's the thing where I'd be honest, I haven't seen this film since I watched it in the theater. Same. But I had to watch it again to see if I can include it on my list or not. Okay. So what did you think? <laughs> I think I like it better now than I did then. Um, yeah. I liked it then, but I think part of the reason why I liked it then is, as I just said, I'm now w- working at the theater. You had mentioned um, the midnight screenings, yep. which I, you know, this is where I saw it with a bunch of, okay. you know, kids. people, <laughs> kids, employees. <laughs> um, we were kids. We were kids. We were, what, 17? Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean uh, No, I'm okay. Um, I had no, back then I had no idea who Wes Craven was. Oh, okay. I don't even think I had seen, um. Don't say I, it. <laughs> no, go ahead. You can say it. Uh, I don't think I had seen anything that he'd done. Oh. At that point. Not even Freddy Krueger? No. Wow. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um. Kayla lived in a hut, don't forget, under a rock. No, and that's the <laughs> thing. That's the other thing that, you know, being friends and I've said it before that you just took me under your wing and said, I'm going to, you know, give you a horror education and began showing me all these movies. You know, cool. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Good for me. Absolutely. Likewise, Caleb introduced me to the ways of the Bible. So. <laughs> Unfortunately. It just didn't take. It didn't take very well. <laughs> anyway. Um, so what did you think, rewatching it? I really liked it. Yeah. So I was really worried uh, because, you know, I had that the issue where the Wes Craven films and the John Carpenter films, mm-hmm. a lot of them to me don't hold up very well. Okay. Like, you know, very well at all. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But this one I thought, I, I mean, I was like smiling and really happy. Ah. I mean, I was like, wow, this is actually a really good film. Mm, it's a good movie. It makes a statement on, you know society or whatever yeah the have it's, and the have nots and it's black and white it's and campy as hell it's got some good you camp. know i mean there's some just straight up goofiness in it like yeah. including dick punches and rottweilers sliding you yeah. know on metal trays like through a house while looking around going like you know? yeah um there's some there's some decent gore in there you know there's, there's some yeah you know uh, there's the the, the tongue that 
you know, that Roach oh, is, right, is right. missing his tongue. And, and there's when know, Ving's but, been opened up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. But to me, it was, this film isn't about the gore. I could have been happy without the few little bits there were. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it was just more about the energy of the film and the odd pieces in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got the brother and sister who are the rich people who own what was, like I said, like a big part of the wrong side of the tracks, quote unquote. Right. And right. they're basically just trying to phase out all of the people who are in these low income housing units, basically, so they can then sell and have it turned into, you know. Right. Talking gentrification, gentrification before basically. we even knew Before it was that, a thing. Before we even yeah. knew what that meant. But, yeah. So, but, um, and the brother and sister, of course, not only are they just assholes, but they're like also like really weird and odd. You know, cannibals, cannibals. The, um, the brother likes to dress up as the gimp. <laughs> so enter being rained. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, exactly. So um, and you're not sure, like, are they fucking or are they not? Mm-hmm. Like, we, I, it's it's very vague, but you don't know for sure. Yeah. But but they keep I think the dad is going after the little girl or the girl they're keeping. They make that pretty clear. Yeah. At one yes. point. Yeah. And that, and that but horribly, I feel like mother or mom or whatever they call her you know is trying to keep it from happening oh yeah i don't think she likes it yeah but you can tell there's a scene where he enters and touches himself in a very inappropriate way undaddy way yes correct so (laughs) um there's a lot going on in the film and i was really surprised and I, i really enjoyed how they did it what they did um just even like the the main actor the um the kid in it it's like the fact that they call him fool Yes. You know? And I like, just kind of like, it was something you don't see very often that he had this nickname. That he has this nickname, yeah. kind of stuck, you know? Yeah. That was really cool. The, the actor's name is Brandon Quentin. Um, and right after this, he goes on to do Mighty Ducks and The Sandlot. Oh, okay. You know, two pretty big yeah. 90s kids films. Yeah, absolutely. Huge 90, you know, 90s kids films. Yeah. There's some pretty cool uh, little lines in here I like where just like it's something as campy as like mm-hmm. when um, the dog's attacking yeah. and he's like, hey, dog, your mother sleeps with cats, <laughs> you know, to try and make the dog mad because it's attacking being rained. And it works. And it works. <laughs> so I was like, you know, and starts chasing him. Like, it's kind of like that kind of dumb stuff, but it's funny. But then there's like this, like the, um, the daddy, as they call him, you know, yeah. right? He's like, I like when he, he yells a lot. Yes. And he's always like, he's yelling at poor uh, Roach in the walls. He's yelling, you know, he's like, I'm going to get you. Right. You know, <laughs> you're going to burn in hell. And he just, well, he just keeps screaming. I, don't, I just like that guy. I don't know why. For being an oddity. I like the actor, too. Cause <laughs> that's the um, the actor from um, Silver Bullet. Yes. Which I, yeah. I, I adore Silver Bullet. So um, I'm blanking on his name now. And I apologize. But uh, he has a name. He does have a name. <laughs> I think he's got a first and a last, even, if I remember right. Is it uh, Everett? Everett McGill. Everett McGill. Yes, very good. Thank you, Caleb. I just needed that. You are not (laughs) full of shit. You redeemed yourself. It's not Stephen Wang? No. (laughs) It is Everett McGill. You may get your place at the big boy table. Oh, man. Uh, What else was there? Um... Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, mean, the one thing I was wondering is, like, so the the, uh, daddy... Everett McGill has got a gun fetish. And he's got many fetishes, he's, it looks like. Yeah. One of them, though, is he likes his guns. He's, he does like his guns. And he runs around shooting his house up constantly. Yes. Blowing lots of holes through the walls of his house. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering, like, I mean, that's not good for your house. Plumbing. Yeah. Electrical. Right. Right. 
Because it's an old house. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, eventually someone has to hear you shoot. I mean, I guess they can well, say... Well, at one point he even goes outside and, and starts, starts shooting. <laughs> he does. And the so, mom comes out. Stop yeah. shooting outside, you idiot. Right. But that's it. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, the guy shoots too much in his house. Uh, he, he... So. <laughs> yeah, he does. He needs, a, he needs to go grab himself a knife or a machete or a cleaver or something. So. And, and Ving Rhames has hair, which is very... <laughs> he does. Kind of weird. You know, I'm, not, I'm just not used to it. Pre-Pulp Fiction Ving. Yeah, definitely. Still a badass, though. Still a that, badass. That man can act. He, he can conduct... Like, he could sit there and read as a, the old quote. He could read the phone book and I would, you know, watch... You'd be engaged. Something about, yeah. Ra- about, something about Ving Rhames that just... Uh, I like watching him. I think he's a really engaging person. Let's see. Dante says he has a wish question. Question for Caleb O'Neill. What is the name of the podcast that Sandra is part of? Oh, okay. Talk about horror films. Uh, Spooky Slumber Party? Yeah, Spooky Slumber Party. Yeah. There you go. That is Sandra and Emma and Kelly. Yes. Yep. That is our sister show, we call it, right? Yeah. Yes. Because they're our sisters. They are our sisters. (laughs) And they uh, talk about it. It's a spooky slumber party available in all of your finer podcast platforms. Indeed. All right. Um, so, yeah, I would recommend, guys, I, I, of all these films, I don't want to say I recommend it the most, but at the same time, I I might have enjoyed it the most. Probably because I was the most surprised. Like, in a way, you know, I think I had watched... Well, actually, I hadn't seen Arachnophobia in a very long time. That had been probably, a while, too. Probably since I was in theaters, to be honest. Um mm. But that was pretty much everything I remembered. You okay. Know, it was, it, it, I liked it then, I like it now. You know? Okay. This, People Under the Stairs, I liked it-ish. Right, then, exactly. But I really like it now. Yeah. Like, again, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I wanted the gore and mm-hmm. I wanted the carnage and the scariness, right. but now I appreciate more. Yeah. yeah. I really, I'm really, was really surprised. Yes. Because there's films like, there's movies like Deadly Friend, Wes Craven did. They're just shit. I mean, they're really not good. Like, you watch them now and you just, like, laugh at them and you're like, this is not a good movie. And that's why I was kind of worried. Okay. But this, this really surprised me. So Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, Last film? Got one more. All right. What is it? One more. What's your, uh, what is it? Helen. <laughs> My voice doesn't go that low anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are, of course, talking about 1992's Candyman. Candyman. Yes. Candy, 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 man. We ah. played that in the theater before any, we even knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. So at our theater, we were competing against United Artists. Who the had, big boys. Who had three locations in Santa Rosa at the time. And we used to get the, the lesser allocation. Um, and since nobody knew what Candyman was, they gave it to us. And it ended up being a very nice big hit. Yes. Um, and of course introduced us to Tony Todd. We had already kind of seen him in Night of the, <laughs> Night Living, of the Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead yep. but might have forgotten, you know. Um, but, of course, we have the the uh, Virginia Madsen. Um, uh, Alexander uh, Berkeley. Alexander. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who's, like, does that guy ne- never not play a piece of shit? <laughs> Should I take that back? I watched Gattaca the other day. Oh, jeez. he's in that. And he doesn't play a bad guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's and he, and not sleazy in any way whatsoever. Okay. Like he's he's by the end he's a nice guy. Okay, good. Which is weird. But, I don't remember that film. Know. I watched it because we had it at the theater in, in right. the airport. But yeah, okay, okay. I, the movie's you know eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, 
you know, um, we we're just talking about that character though. So, right. um, I love this movie. Yeah, it's a good film. It really you know? is. I hadn't seen it in a quite a long time. Right. Uh, and watching it again, I was like, still like, yeah, this is a really good film. Yeah. Yep. Well, what did you say about it then in 92? Oh, right. Yeah. So when we, I remember, I really remember being in the theater watching it with you mm-hmm. and with a few other people. Yeah. And I remember being like, by the end, I was like, oh, shit. Like the, yeah. the 90s finally made a good horror movie because there had been, <laughs> there was a space in between where, you know, and I still say it to this date, there's 90s horror and I, <laughs> we, ha- we have you're like oil and, and we have and a bit <laughs> of a yeah we have a bit of a, a a reckoning to come to still with each other but um and and, and more so in the mid to later parts than okay. it is the very beginning obviously because we're talking about films from the beginning but right, right um even then i remember thinking like wow this actually had some elements in it you know it was yeah. original and it was scary and it was gross at times and all these cool things right. in it and i remember like just thinking like wow this is a it real some social, social commentary social commentary yeah it was a real horror film yeah you know what i mean like yeah. finally <laughs> so um absolutely and that was great because yeah you know i got a little i mean we love arachnophobia we talked about it but films started to get kind of frou-frou in a way in mm-hmm. my opinion and watered down so and you but, know but arachnophobia was like PG thirteen. No, it was. It was PG thirteen. It was a thrillomedy. That's the, what they called it—a thrillomedy. Okay. That was like on the poster oh, or whatever. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, no, it was a thrillomedy. <laughs> so it was meant to be funny, but um, it was good to see a, a good genuine. And it was Clive Barker, of course. So you right. know, you know, you know what yeah, you're getting based into on a, on a book. So, um, yeah. You know, you had uh, I think it's Cassie Lemons who plays the best friend Bernadette. Okay. Okay. Um, she was in Silence of the Lambs. She was in Vampire's mm. Kiss. Um, oh, late, really? Lately, she's been more of a director, though. So she oh, did Harriet, the Harriet Tubman okay. biopic. She has uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody coming up, which That's is her. Mm, oh, the Whitney. She's directing the Whitney cool. Houston. Um, so I mean, she's doing cool things. Good for her. Um, yeah. yeah, that's great. She yeah. was, uh, yeah, the best friend. Right. Well, unfortunately. Who, I know. I know. Well, unfortunately, I mean, walks into Candyman. Jeez. Virginia Madsen, she just like, <laughs> in the name of research, she does some things that no person <laughs> yeah. should do. <laughs> no, yeah. You probably shouldn't go into Cabrini Green, not by yourself especially. No, no. That probably is not the best idea. Um, Multiple times. And everyone's telling her, leave. Yeah. Get out. No. Yeah. And she just, just, No. I mean, I'm going to do this. Right. And even, even beyond, okay, I'm brave. I don't mind tr- doing this, but mm-hmm. it's like, there's this kind of like, you're kind of trespassing on people's, right? you know, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's, that's their area. You're already like, you have compressed, you know, the, you know, let's say it, the, the less fortunate community, mm-hmm. you know, down to this one little area here that's stuck in the middle that it wants to be forgotten right you know the police won't show up when you call them right you know so now and now you're like trying to invade that as well with your research yeah. you know college girl right and you white remember, college and, girl and, and do you remember the so, only time the police do show up is when yeah is when the white college girl gets yeah. assaulted yeah because she shouldn't have been there in the first place mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i do so, so um so this was direct so this was based on a clive barker book but it was directed by bernard rose uh, another music video director. Okay. Um, so he did Relax. 
Oh, Frank, nice. Frank, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Okay, that's it. <laughs> he also directed Red Red Wine by the, UB40? the cover of UB40. Okay. Not, not, not Neil the, Diamond. Not the Di- Neil Diamond Time. original. I know you hate covers, so. <laughs> Most covers. <laughs> oh, you like that one? <laughs> yeah, that's a good song. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. It's the White Lion uh, <laughs> Golden Earring cover I can't stand. <laughs> um, so he didn't really do a lot after this. Okay. You know, uh, I mean, I'm not saying he didn't do anything, but I feel like this was this was his magnum yeah, opus. Yeah. I think. Well, once you get <laughs> get this, you're kind of like, yeah, yeah. You can stick a uh, fork in me. Oh, the soundtrack! I absolutely love the soundtrack of this. This like sort of piano and violin, yeah. and I mean, it's just very. It's beautiful, actually, is what it is. Um, Dante actually had mentioned. Um, that as well. Oh, okay. Up here, um, somewhere. Sorry, Dante. I saw you mentioned <laughs> it up here somewhere about the, uh, the soundtrack. I remember Candyman got a lot of buzz back in high nope, school. Not there. Not there. Oh, Philip Glass. There you go. Right there. Yeah, Philip Glass. Glass. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Dante. Um, and I watched this with Space Face. Oh, okay. Uh, my 12 year old. Um, and I think she enjoyed it also. Really? So, yeah. Okay. Might have a little budding <laughs> horror, horror enthusiast. Fan, okay, you good. Know, uh, slowly, and I'm honestly, I'm just happy she wants to do anything with me at this point. So. Right. <laughs> you know, that's that's all a win in my book. <laughs> I tried to get my kids, both my kids. I know you did to watch horror films. <laughs> I mean, my son, he he did so later. He's 20 now, and probably about when he was maybe 17. 16, he started to watch some with okay. me, but he did not care. Right. He was, it wasn't like he said, Oh, I get it now. Okay. He was just okay. like, He was just, he's like, I'm whatever. Hang, I'm hanging with dad. And yeah. That's, he's know. like, whatever, creep show. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, so it's, it, you know, I don't have, unfortunately, have that connection where I was able to spill forth <laughs> my love, unfortunately, to my kin. So, no, but I mean, it's cool now that, you know, like she has been along with us to watch Nope and, yeah. you know, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. and House. House, uh, Fright Night. Your your favorite, yeah. <laughs> Fright Night. Yep. She knows when you say you're so cool, Brewster, to her, she gets it. She, she does get it, she and we it. still say that in my house to Thank this God. day because of that. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. It'll new new generation will carry it on, <laughs> carry it forth. Mine won't do it, but Caleb's will. So clearly, Caleb's offspring have. <laughs> Better oh, and learning. my son is always getting in trouble for talking about, you know, Freddy, Freddy Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> Played nice. by Al Pacino. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's awesome. Al Pacino, yes. Freddy Cruiser. Yeah, they are just hitting us hard. Oh, my goodness. He's back. <laughs> you report them, but they just, so uh, they allow them to keep coming back. <laughs> Let's call it this. Let's give him something bad, like pornography. Yeah. Maybe that'll keep him. Off uh, forever. <laughs> why, you know, why do we get hit when I have to produce a show? <laughs> why can't it be? I know, right? Why can't it be when Scott's here? But no, thanks a lot, you freaking spam bot, spam bot, spam bot. I think it's every fifteen minutes they can come back in. Ah, okay, okay. Um, so Candyman, Tony Todd, like you mentioned, Virginia Madsen, um, both do an excellent, excellent job. Um, I really do like. Yeah, man. I mean, I like their their relationship together. Mm-hmm. I like that she. I saw something that said that she was apparently like actually hypnotized when she did scenes with him. 
You know the ones where she's kind of oh, like under his like, spell? Yeah, yeah. That was actually, she actually went through hypnosis like every time. Oh, my trying God. Trying to bring her to a level of like, oh, wow. You know, where I saw an interview, I think it might have been with Tony Todd, maybe who said that. Huh. But, um, so she actually was like really trying to get, you know, into that state of mind where she was just kind of like out of it, basically. So, okay. which is kind of cool. Wow. Good. So, that's, yeah. That's cool. So I think she did a great job and. There's some good, I mean, some good violence in the film. Yes. And yeah. Some good stuff with the hook. Go for the hook. <laughs> the hook. The hook. The hook. And then, and then, and then the whole, the, the, the genesis of Candyman even, which of course is a sad story. Right. Which is basically, you know, when you have a, 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 a white girl in the 1800s fall in love with a black guy. Right. And of course, no, you can't have that. So. No. But then she you ends know. up pregnant, and so what does that mean? Oh, that means we have to cut off his hand, shove a hook on it, right, and then smear honey on him and let the bees sting him to death. Right, exactly. So yeah, and then. But what I also like about the Candyman uh, story is that you know he he lives thrives on people believing in him, right? You know, which is something that we've seen in horror films. You yeah. Know? Before and after, of course, but, you know, I mean, whether it's Nancy saying, I don't believe in you, Freddie, yeah. you know, and that takes his power away. But, you know, he, when Helen is just kind of saying like, oh, it's all not real and my research is going to prove otherwise. And, and he says, no, 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 no. Right. Um, and I love that first scene where we see him in the parking garage, mm -hmm. you know, where he, where you get the, you know, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I mean, I still remember being in the theater watching that to this day. Right. I mean, I think the sound we had in that auditorium was like ultra stereo or something, but. We may have had DTS you know, by then. I don't think we had Whether that the, yet. You don't think so? <laughs> no, oh, okay. I don't think so. Right. Maybe not. Maybe it came out with Jurassic Park in 93. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. But I also want to say that the first movie we played in DTS was The War. Oh, okay. The War. Kevin Costner. Uh, Kevin Costner. Yeah. We'll Elijah, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. Check yeah. it out. Remember we had the preview of that, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the good old days. That's when they had China Grove playing the whole preview? Yeah. Not the war? Uh, maybe. Uh, no. No. No, that was the, the bridge one. Oh, okay. Do you remember that one? No. I remember the preview they had China Grove playing. We always loved it because we had... Maybe. We no, I thought, the... I thought the war was like the Rolling Stones. Oh, no, Stones. it was... Uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, Pain of Black. Wasn't that Pain of Black? Sympathy for the Devil? Okay. No, I feel like it was Pain it was, of it Black. Was, it was a Rolling Stones song. Okay. We can agree okay. on that. <laughs> okay, good enough. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Anyway, Candyman. Do we have any more uh, sustenance or did it yeah. drink this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some ice. I here. saved you. Thanks. You want any ice? Oh, please. Okay. So, I don't know. Um, that's about... That's it. That's our five. That, that's our five. Those are yeah. our five so films. These are the, the, the five movies that... Neil and I bonded on. Um, Midnight showed on. <laughs> yeah. Watched late night. Became friends, you know, like laid the foundation for this 30 plus year. Yeah. Friendship. Friendship and still going strong. Yeah. So we'll probably be in retirement homes together. Probably. <laughs> I'm like, remember when? Caleb will change. I'll, I'll, I'll still be making stuff up and. <laughs> And then constantly fact-checking myself and then going back to Neil saying, I'm full of shit, Neil. <laughs> hey, but this time I'll be literally in your diaper. So. <laughs> so it's okay. And I'll be, you know, 
don't know. Can we, can we hold this up? I'll be I'll be bald and uh, <laughs> I don't know. Probably incontinent as well. So I don't know if there's any. I don't think there's anything left, but there. where do you want these? I don't know. I, about, for, about, I forgot those were there. How about right here in the front? Man, you guys should see our, our Reese's house. It's a beaut. Okay, I'm going to hold it up for him. Go ahead. Now when it falls, it's going to be my <laughs> it's fault. It's your fault, yeah. <sighs> Earthquake, Caleb! Hurricane uh, Caleb coming through. God. Hold it from the bottom. I can't get my fingers underneath. Right. Help. Don't let go, whatever you do. Whatever you do. Okay, turn it. All right, here's our... <laughs> Here's our house. Isn't it beautiful? I got it, I think. So I got it? You've got more support than yeah, I Yeah, I'm underneath. Isn't that a beautiful Reese's peanut butter cup how, house? How, how'd we do, guys? Wow, what do you think? Reese's. Podcasters in Portugal, you would never believe what we built. I know. This it's... should be on the shoreline of your beautiful <laughs> um, ocean. A Atlantic? Yeah, the beautiful <laughs> ocean, Atlantic Ocean there. It's gorgeous. This is this is a house. I can't wait to eat it. <laughs> To break into it. You see there's little speckles of color on that side. And Caleb meticulously placed Reese's peanut... Uh, what do you call these things? Pieces. Pieces. That's, that's E.T.'s e. favorite. E.T.'s favorite. There you go. <laughs> because Eminem wouldn't let, wouldn't let them use them. Right. So, <laughs> dumbasses. Jokes on you, Stupid Eminem. Mars. <laughs> Dummies. Anyway. All right. That was that. How do we do? Um, okay. So, finally. To... Close out the evening. We also have, because we haven't had enough sweets yet. Have you guys seen? I'm sure you have. But the monsters, the monster cereal is back, and the fruit brute. Fruit brute. Fruit brute is back, and so we bought this big old four pack at Costco because we thought, what's better than eating monster cereal in Halloween, right? And we got the Count Chocula, and we got the Booberry. And we got the Frankenberry. All the berries. All the berries. And the highly sought after Fruit Brute is back this year. So we thought we'd, you know, we just wanted to kind of go through. We would just eat them for the fun of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a little taste test. I got some, some, so, some history of the monster cereal. Oh yeah, break into the history. Here. This one's fake strawberry flavor probably, so I'm probably going to hate it. Okay, so what, what do you think we should start on? Should we go through the fruit and then save our whatever you, you sure why why how are your notes how are your notes arranged they're just facts just read your facts and okay. i'll, I'll okay. open them so then. um so this is from the general mills website um let's see uh it all began in march 1971 71 you weren't even born not yet. born yet thank god um and yet you were still 35 years old at the time <laughs> it was <laughs> When Monster Cereals officially debuted with Count Chocula and Frankenberry. So we should probably start with those two. There's Frankenberry. Okay. I don't think I've ever had Frankenberry before. I don't think I have either here. Yes. Frankenberry is a fake strawberry flavor, which I am not a fan of fake fruit flavors very much, especially strawberry and banana. This is... Um, and peach. It's very, very fake strawberry flavor. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You know, I also, I'm not a huge fan of marshmallows in my cereals. Okay. Well, did this have marshmallows? It does. They all do. I missed it. Um, I grabbed a handful and got no marshmallows. But <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever had Frankenberry. i got to be honest. Uh, so the two cereals were the only chocolate and strawberry flavored cereals on the market at the time. Really? At the time. So I don't know if 
1971, no, so no, there was no, no chocolate. Cocoa Pebbles, no Cocoa Krispies, no Cocoa Krispies, Cocoa Puffs, no, Cocoa Puffs, no uh, Fruity Pebbles. That's crazy. Well, if you didn't have fruit or chocolate, what did you so, have? Did it say strawberry or fruit? It said were the only chocolate and strawberry oh, flavored okay. cereals. I can believe that for strawberry, but for chocolate, I can't believe that. Yeah. Wow. But it says on the market at the time. It doesn't mean that they invented it. It doesn't Oh, no, mean I they, get that. But know, I just can't so. believe there's no one else that had chocolate cereal at the time. Yeah. What do they have? Only Life and Cheerios? <laughs> Kicks. <laughs> They're 70 sucks. <laughs> Wheaties. Mm. <laughs> Count Chocula I like. I always like Count Chocula. Count Chocula is my favorite. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Although I'm actually a big fan of Blueberry, too. Um. Fun fact, Minnesota illustrator and cartoonist George Karn, who drew the original Trix Rabbit in 1959, wow. uh, also sketched the first image of Count Chocula. Oh, okay. Cool. So, Booberry, the first blueberry-flavored cereal, joined the group a year later in 1972 mm. and expanded nationally in February of 1973. So they too did a soft opening. <laughs> Good. <laughs> opening blueberry now. <laughs> blueberry is my favorite though. I gotta be honest. I like blueberry over the chocolate. I've never had any of these except for Count Chocula. Oh, okay. Well you're so, in for a you're I'm, in for a I'm treat. In for a treat or a not treat? You're in for a blueberry treat. Okay. Mmm, blueberry. <laughs> uh, the first three monster cereals have been in production ever since. Until 2009, they were available year-round. Today, the cereals oh. make an appearance just in time for Halloween. God so, bless them. So now I feel like it's kind of a vent. People wait for, like, mm -hmm. September, October to roll around so that they can get this cereal. Yeah, I do. That's I, know, I, I know you do. <laughs> that's why I know it's Halloween when I start seeing it mm -hmm. coming around. That's what do you think. Okay. What do you think? Um, it's fruity. <laughs> Marketing for the new cereals included animated commercials during the children's programming and Sunday supplements aimed at parents that focused on nutritious, the, the nutritious aspects of the cereal. Huh. So that this makes is sense. what, the milk? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, that it's got like riboflavin or something in I it. Whatever that means. <laughs> That's a bullshit made up thing by... <laughs> the USDA. These, these early TV commercials helped the monster cereals quickly gain popularity. Uh, despite being monsters themselves, Frankenberry, Count Chocula, and Booberry were scared by just about everything in those days. The earliest commercials for the characters showed the monsters being scared by children, black cats, birds, ghosts, <laughs> and even each other. Mm -hmm. The monster cereals also delighted fans with cereal box promotions throughout the years, like glow-in-the-dark stickers, paint sets, coloring poster kits, monster masks, and more. How much do we miss? Prizes and cereal. Mm -hmm. I miss them a lot. Like, I, that was a thing. That right? was a huge thing. Like sometimes you just chose the cereal because of the prize yeah, that was going to be often. inside. That was you, the whole point. You, you might not have even liked the cereal, but no. you just wanted yeah that sticker or that you know. And I bet yours parents and my parents wouldn't buy us those cereals. Uh, no, they, they no because they're too expensive. Absolutely, yeah. But and too much sugar. <laughs> uh, mine didn't care so much about that. Okay, but. mine you, did. You know what I do remember? What's that? I remember I was lusting after Captain Crunch mm -hmm. because they used to have a plastic glow-in-the-dark skeleton Ooh, in it. Okay. So it was kind of like it had like it was plastic and it had it would just flop around. Yeah. So it had like the little 
you know, like the, the, the old school ones you find yeah. that are cardboard, but it was made of plastic, probably eight inches or so tall. And I just wanted it so badly. You know, <laughs> Would you walk thing. down the cereal aisle and just be like, you will be mine? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, you will be mine. I, knowing me, I probably opened the packet and tried to take it out, you know, <laughs> just try to take it. But I remember literally, this is like, I'm talking like, I lived in Redwood City at the time, so I would have been five years old probably. Okay. I remember having one. So I apparently got it eventually because um, food stamps could buy you a lot back then, I guess. Maybe. And or I maybe left it. Maybe your grandma got it for you? Maybe. But I had it with me at the supermarket with my parents. I left it somehow in the frozen food or the, the frozen, or not, no, the, the refrigerated area right well they had like meats and things i don't remember like i don't remember why i was playing with it and then i left it there and i had parents had to drive me back oh no so i could go to like the hamburger aisle <laughs> or whatever it was to go find my freaking little plastic was it still there i don't remember no i just remember going back <laughs> you just remember the, like that you going, left, I left and going and back i don't like <laughs> yes i don't remember if it was there or not i don't know but i loved it so much wow so wow yes stupid little <laughs> cereal prize Anyway, um, <laughs> let's see. In 1979, we surprised fans of cereals with three monster-themed records. Wow. Quotes, flexi-discs. Records. One of the records was titled Monster Adventures in Outer Space. <laughs> <laughs> That's so for Jason not, 10. So not Penhead in mm -hmm. Space. <laughs> Monster Adventures in or Outer Chucky Space. Or Chucky in Space. Or... Right. Uh, these records also included The Monsters Go Disco and Count Chocula Goes to Hollywood. Nice. For the 30th anniversary of that promotion, Manny Galen and Pat Giles, two creatives who had a chance to leave their mark on the legacy of the Monsters brand, designed and animated the first minute of a five-minute disco story. Wow, okay. Cool. Um, introducing Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy. Yummy Mummy. Okay, we don't remember yell Yummy Mummy. No we, Yummy we, Mummy. We talked about this, right? You guys remember you guys, Yummy yeah, Mummy? Yeah, do you recall Yummy Mummy? I don't recall that. All right, so Fruit Brute um, hit store shelves with the howling good taste of fruit in 1974. There's the Fruit Brute. The year of our birth. The year of our birth. He was sent back to our cereal vault in 1982. So he was only up for eight years, and then okay. they took him away. Early commercials of the wolf showed him arguing with Count Chocula and Frankenberry over whose cereal was better. Ah. Is this bringing back anything? No? Not no. really. No? Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mindy says she doesn't remember. Uh, Fruit Brute is considered by many collectors to be the most sought after vintage cereal box. This is likely because it appeared in Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. Oh. I don't remember it being in Reservoir Dogs. Uh, well, not a formal partnership, rumor has it that Quentin Tarantino is a brute, Fruit Brute fan. Okay. Uh, Fruity Yummy Mummy made uh, his debut in 1988. Why they all got to be guys? With a similar fruity flavor to Fruit Brute, but the cereal was only around until 1992. Oh, that's a limited release. Yeah. I can't, I can't tell what kind of fruit this is. Oh, I got to try this. It's just like a random... It's, it's, it's a brute. It's a fruity... That's a lot. <laughs> that's what I usually figure it out. It's a, kind of like a randomly fruit flavor. Like, it's not strawberry. It's just kind Ooh. of like random fruit. I don't know exactly what you would call it, but I still prefer, prefer the blueberry of all the fruits. It's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Really sweet. I, like, I feel like sweeter than the frankenberry and the blue, blueberry. Probably. 
It's brutishly sweet. But anyway. <laughs> don't even ask. Don't even tell me. I don't want to know what I'm eating. <laughs> I don't want to know how much sugar I'm eating right now. <laughs> Any more? A couple little uh, um, tips? Yes. <laughs> um, haunting marshmallow and cereal shapes. The monster cereals all have the same cereal shape, a circle with a cross in the middle when they first debuted. Oh. But in 1985, the cereal pieces transformed into ghost-shaped pieces, oh, okay. which has been haunting the monster cereals ever since. Yeah. Unlike the cereal shapes, there have been several spooky changes to our monster marshmallows over the years. Okay. Uh, 1983, bigger marshmallows. Oh, bigger. That's bigger, good. Bigger is better, right? Oh, yeah. Especially in the 80s. Uh, 1989, bats. <laughs> 1999, Scooby-Doo Goosebumps. So I guess they did like a little mashup. Okay. Um, <laughs> like bumps? Uh, no, Goosebumps. The, yeah. the, the, the book. Oh. Goosebumps. I thought you meant the marshmallows the, still. The R.L. Stein. I right? gotcha. So they weren't like marshmallows, Scooby-Doo, Goosebumps. I, they weren't like a jujube or something. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, pop culture icons. The We've opened all of them now, right? Okay. The monster cereals have been pop culture icons for decades, gaining a strong base of mega monster fans throughout the years. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. You're a fan? I'm a fan. Okay. I don't eat crazy sugar cereals, but when these come out, <laughs> I will always get Count Chocula and Blueberry. Okay. And I will, I have tasted Frankenberry and Fruit Brute, and I will not buy those, though. I don't okay. think, I don't think, they're not, they're not my palate <laughs> pleasing pageants. <laughs> Uh, they also gained popularity throughout collaborations with various artists and celebrities. In 1998, the Monster Serials teamed up with Hilary Duff and Casper the Friendly Ghost for a cross-promotion for the film Casper Meets Wendy. Okay. I don't even remember that nope. movie. Nope. <laughs> Maybe it was straight to Straight DVD. to BOD, DVD, DVD, <laughs> BBD. Um, and, and in 2014, DC Comics artists Terry and Rachel Dodson, Dave... Johnson and Jim Lee illustrated limited edition versions of Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry. Awesome. Okay. In 2020, the Monster Serials teamed up with award-winning special effects artist Carly Moores uh, to create three one-of-a-kind Monster Serial busts for the first ever Monster Serial sweepstakes. Oh, nice. I want to win that. That'd be pretty cool, yeah. I agree. Um, by the way, this uh, was printed in, um, not printed, it was printed today, but the article, if you want to call it that, was sure. from 2021. Okay. So my final fact is, uh, this year, 2021, all five monsters are coming together for a 50th anniversary limited edition Monster Mash cereal. This is the first time ever that the pieces from all five Monster cereals will be in one bowl. Did I you get in any of know, that? No, I never year? saw that. Wow. Including Yummy Mummy? I did not see that. Uh, wow. A five and one. That would have blown my mind, probably. It's a good thing I didn't <laughs> I know, see I know, you it. probably would have hated it because... <laughs> nah, I would have gone past it, but... That's crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We have a D October 99 to join. Oh. Hello, D. Hello, D. Welcome. Thank you. You like my sweater? I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I pull this out once a year for Halloween. <laughs> I chase the moths away and say, mine, mine, give it back to me. Um... You know, it's funny, all the, on the back of each box, there's a, like a bigger picture of the actual Dracula or the brute, and they all have X's in their eyes. So, Kayla, they mentioned the original pieces of the cereal were O's, circles, circles with, with X's. A cross? So is that like their eyeballs? 
<laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. What I'm the not hell? Sure. So if anyone has tried Yummy Mummy, let us know. We would be interested yeah. uh, to see what you guys thought of Yummy Mummy. I mean, it's the same as Fruit Brood, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's got the yummy, uh, or the mummy, on the outside. And the yummy on the inside? And yummy on the inside, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the yummy and the mummy. Well, what do you think, man? I think... Uh, I, I think we did I it. I think we did it. <laughs> I think we haven't crashed. I think that we're still here. So we should probably wrap it up right. while things are good. We built a house. We talked about five movies. Yep. We ate four different cereals. Um, we have, obviously, Dante, in fact. We have way more stories that we can, yeah. you know, come up with in later days. Um, so thank you uh, for sticking with us. I know you wanted to hear probably more about movie theaters. Maybe one day we'll do a, I don't know, a offshoot. A, 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 non, I don't know, a non-incriminating... <laughs> I mean, we still work for the same company 32 <laughs> years later, so we can't, like... Yeah. We can't say too much. So, you know, statute of limitations is worn by now. It, you know. In some cases. Right. So, anyway. But still. Yeah. You just um, may not want those stories out there. Anymore. No, exactly. We don't. We want to we wanna play it cool. Right. Cool, boy. Real we were, cool. We were, we were perfect. We were. So, uh, join us next week. Next week. Literally next yes, week. Yes, Mandy, next week. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, Sandra, we are going to spend, we're going to get on the Ouija board, mm-hmm. and we are going to um, do whatever you do to reconstitute things, add water to them, whatever it is, okay. to bring Sandra back from the dead. All right. Um, and Scott will hopefully be here as well, and we'll have a normal show, and we're going to talk about the Terrifier films. One and two. That's right. And we're going to kind of, kind of just go over them basically and see what we think about them. Right. Because they are, um, they are, they're about Halloween and they're about Art the Clown. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. Um, come back to us and join us for our second show of the October month. Um, and we're doing, we're doing an art and craft, right? I, I believe we're doing another <laughs> arts and crafts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's we'll, the hope. We'll, we'll see. We'll but. see what happens. It, it takes some <laughs> prep from us to, ahead of time to get, to get it done. So we're going to, Cross fingers that yeah. it happens. So <laughs> you got three procrastinators like <laughs> having to do things on their own. No, I don't. I usually don't procrastinate, but I just keep forgetting <laughs> that I have to do it. And Isn't, it takes. I mean, that's what I would tell my mom when I was procrastinating. No. I forgot. It takes one <laughs> or two weeks to do what we were trying to do. So <laughs> join us next week. We'll be back in normal. We'll see you at seven o'clock. Um, as always, you guys, thank you so much. We appreciate your eyeballs and being with us. Yeah. It's been a hoot. Go check out the five movies. We, uh, I think we recommend them all, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? If you can, go back in time, 30 years, and go work in a movie theater. Go back to the 90s. Yeah. It was Dude. only good then. No, yeah. <laughs> it's way different now. <laughs> yeah. There's this asshole in charge of the theaters these days, <laughs> at least in this area. <laughs> Screw that guy. Anyway. All right. We'll see you guys Thank you so much. next week. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.
when we worked at the lakeside, 